0: Welcome to a galaxy far, far away. Here at the Cantina Podcast, we provide top-shelf service, including rumors, leaks, news, and reviews. Come in, order a loma ale, and remember, no droids allowed. And hello, everybody. Welcome back to the cantina here on the genre podcast network and youtube channel subscribe to us on the youtube channel if you haven't already if you have thank you so much and follow us on your favorite uh podcast app uh if you already are thank you as as well a lot of great content marvel star wars anime general geek and pop culture and inter- entertainment shows all there for you guys uh reactions to anime and trailers on on the youtube channel as well uh lrmonline.com and the lrm online youtube channel celebrity interviews news uh written reviews so much so much more uh i'm kyle i'm here with the full crew again we got Shocky and cam what's up gentlemen
1: not much
0: uh, so yeah, we got some, uh, we got some news to, to talk about today. Some, some Star Wars, p- potentially Star Wars adjacent news, uh, and some straight up Star Wars, uh, news and rumors to, uh, discuss as well as some actual official guess it's official uh writer's news for uh the mandalorian for better or worse we'll see how it how it goes uh i kind of wanted to start off today with the um potentially star wars adjacent news of uh, patty jenkins and wonder woman 3 kind of um canceled uh it seems that wonder woman 3 as Yeah, it seems Wonder Woman 3 as it is right now, as a recent draft was allegedly turned into uh, new DC heads um, uh, James Gunn and Peter Safran uh, or a, said, or,
1: nope, depending on what you hear allegedly not handed in because one of the stories we're hearing is that it wasn't a full script. Which was yeah, was yeah, it was like them. a treatment, treatment or something
0: mm-hmm. like that, yeah. Uh, so, uh, regardless, it does appear that it's dead um now this potentially plays off of some news shaki brought us last week that rogue squadron might actually either go into production sooner than later or really crazy idea that it might even actually go into production even sooner and, and release at, a, at an unheard of 2024 um i don't know i i do know that Wonder, Wo- Wonder Woman, eighty four sucked, and when I found out by her opening, uh, Herbie and Patty Jenkins opening her mouth saying, "Saying hey, I had ultimate free control. It was my creative process. I, you know, I got to do what I I wanted. This was my movie." Wonder Woman one uh, was a, uh, a joint thing with Snyder's in the studio. I went, "Oh my God, keep her the frack away from Rogue Squadron," <laughs> and now uh, she might actually kind of um, be be free to do it sooner than later like we kind of heard what do you what do you think Shocky?
2: yeah i mean it's it's weird Just the the news i got you know every, it seemed like it was odd to you know with no big announcement that rogue squadron or, or any kind of inkling that rogue squadron was you know back on the table and stuff <laughs> um but from what i heard was you know that it was ramping back up that it, you know that they were moving forward with the project i don't know like I haven't heard like what type of status it's in, but that we're, you know, we're at that point that it's, I don't know if it's potentially gonna be the next Star Wars film we see out there, but from the news I got was that, you know, since Iger took over and it's kind of, you know, now pretty much, you know, common news is that Iger wants to go back to theatrical releases. And so I think what they're doing is going to the, you know, Star Wars, at least the Lucasfilm is going to the, the Well, of you know, the projects they had, um, and Rogue Squadron, Taika with TV's project, there's still the um, you know, the the trilogy from uh Ryan uh, Johnson. Johnson, you know, and, yeah. and stuff that. <laughs> It hasn't been. It hasn't been completely canceled, right? Just you he know, just like, recently
0: you know. in the last couple of months was like, "Hey, look, man, it's just uh, a matter of time and, yeah. and scheduling." Yeah, <laughs> yeah, but it's so- not
1: going to be for a while because he's still no. got to make the third knife movie for yeah. his Netflix contract. So that happens next
2: for him. Yeah, um, mm-hmm. and he said that. Um, mm-hmm. So, but after that, uh, who knows? So I think right. So if you if you take that in, into consideration. There's really only two directors that don't have anything going on right now. It's Taika Waititi and Patty Jenkins. And so I think they're going to go to those two, give us something. Does it mean it's going to get made? Does it mean that it's, it's going to go full production? You know, stuff. who knows? But I think now we know with that news that just came out that with Wonder Woman 3, whatever it was going to be titled, no longer being, you know, on, on at, you know, at least
1: in
0: the in the way that it is right now, yeah. Uh, yeah, what I they mean, turned in, what she turned in. One,
1: yeah, thought so Wonder Woman. Movie, yeah. but yeah. I just don't know if it'll be what it was going mm-hmm. to be. And not so,
2: likely. and then she stepped down as director for the Cleopatra movie, correct? Mm-hmm. And so to just be a producer, yeah. producer. So her slit, her calendar just came, became wide open. Yeah, and yeah, so, absolutely. You know, I, and I, I know.
0: I'm like the hardest one on her for this, but again, at least I go to a very, very specific reason. I'm not, I'm not against her for anything other than her her work mm-hmm. <laughs> and what she has said about what is her work and and what was more of a uh, collaboration. Wonder Woman one being a collab, right. uh, Wonder Woman eighty four being hers. That scares the crap out of me because that movie's a mess on every level, from writing to editing to <laughs> direction it's it's an awful it's funny, mess. I've, I've
1: never watched that film but i've read i read really? the script a long oh. time before like mm-hmm. while they were still shooting it i read the script and from what i know because it leaked really really early mm-hmm. and it was poor <laughs> the script was not good um and that kind of killed my enthusiasm well for the time.
0: i know Shocky, you, you tend to be the more positive one of us three <laughs> can be yeah, in the middle and, yeah. and me being the pessimistic, uh, uh, pissed off asshole in the corner. Yeah. Uh, how do you feel like, how do you feel if she does have all this time and, uh, like how do you feel about it? You did see 84, right? Yeah. I saw 84. Um, so wh- what do you, what do you think? Do you really want her back on it? Would you rather see her do like Cleopatra go producer? What, what do you think?
2: No, I think the way that she did Wonder Woman, and you know, I think that that was the right way. You know, she she was you know she was the director of Wonder Woman. Let's give her credit on that mm-hmm. and stuff. But you know, Zack Snyder definitely had a you know an influence, and you know, there's a, a creative team, and I think that's the way Lucasfilm's going to go with Rogue Squadron. I doubt. I I don't see. She's not going right, Rogue Squadron, no. Is she? No, so. I remember it was either director. deadline or variety reported that it was matthew robinson i think his name um was it was how was tapped as the writer yeah. for him and she's just I remember when it was
1: mm-hmm. first announced she was going on a bit what announced earlier mm-hmm. yeah Matt, know, Matt robinson, yeah, yeah
2: yeah so and so i think that that's where her strength is is directing um mm-hmm. you know and not necessarily writing you know, Wonder Woman '84.
1: Did she won a an award for directing something? Monsters it? Ball.
2: It was her first right. film. You know, like that was with. Oh, what's her name? Um, blonde. Uh,
0: was
1: that an Oscar
2: she won, or was well, it? Well, Monsters Ball
0: is the one with. Halle Berry Her monster monsters 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 the one about Charlie the Theron. female serial, serial killer with yeah, Charlie's there Charlie yeah
2: yeah Charlie's there um, won an Oscar for that and I believe the movie was either nominated for best picture I don't think it won best picture but definitely nominated for best picture um but yeah, um,
1: I, mean, yeah I mean
2: she's if, well, she, she has a very small catalog when it comes to films. yeah so like, that's true monster mm-hmm. wonder woman wonder woman 84 um And one other film that she's just producing, so um, her her kind of bigger catalog is the television. um, In being directors of like episodes, like she, you know, she did like two episodes of Entourage. Um, I think it was Alias or something else. She did one episode here, one episode there. Did a lot of pilots and everything. So you know, that's her strength, um, I think, is in the television. But at the same time, too, I mean, listen, you know. You don't have to have a, you don't have to be James Cameron or, you know, Steven no. Spielberg and stuff like that to, to do a you great don't. movie. So, but I, I'm, Kyle, I, I'm optimistic because I think Lucasfilms has learned the lesson that DC's going through right now. You know, they, they've already, you know, with the, the disaster of Solo, and the you know rogue squadron even though it was a, you know it's a great film the, the the directing issues that happened there and stuff was you know they're able to salvage that any orphan wise yeah mm. the yeah and so um the you know the the sequel trilogies we all know that was you know a complete disaster you know <laughs> yeah. directors wise and stuff and everything like, so lightly. i think that that lucasfilm and kathleen kennedy for the most part, if you, you know, look at the most recent projects, you know, I know it's just Disney Plus, um, but it's it, the, the control is, is being reined back and not giving freedom to directors when it comes to, you know, the Star Wars IP. So um, I think Kathleen, or I think I think Patty Jenkins, just as a director, not having to worry about writing, I think they're going to collaborate, you know, whoever is the writer will collaborate with Stackpole in some sort of fashion. When the movie, if you know, whenever it starts getting into production, you know, I think you're going to get, you know, of course, Filoni in there. I wouldn't be surprised if Favreau, you know, puts, you know, his little touches on it as well. Um,
0: depending you know, on the era, I wouldn't see why Favreau and Filoni would need to be involved at all. Filoni's, on the era.
2: Filoni, they just use Filoni as kind of the um, the, yeah, the dictionary yeah. well, and like, the. it's like a pedia. Like, hey, is this correct? Yeah. Is this here? I just meant like um, on
0: the creative side. Because I, who was I,
2: the... Who is the the asshole that used to be uh, in Lucasfilm, or he still? Hidalgo. Hidalgo, yeah. Hidalgo. Well, he's that still guy, there, but he was the guy. He's still he's still there. No. He was the guy for the sequel trilogy. He, he was there. He know.
0: was their sounding so board, he, the way I understand
1: the, uh, it. Um, as a, I kind of they call him what is it? The holocron? the holocron, yes. keepers, the holocron yeah. The people that no. are supposed to he's make the sure Sith holocron. matches and yeah. lines up and everything like that. Yeah. But equally, they also get told. They need to make things happen, and that absolutely happened in the yep. sequel trilogy as well. They were told this needs to happen, so without a doubt, I it, agree with how you. It happens, you know, and so they don't really have any power. So I kind of think, yeah, yeah, he said a few things in the past that I've took issue with uh, as a view, Kyle, but you know, I really don't think he has any or ever did have any real kind of power there at
2: all. I don't know, man, from a he's a
0: he's mr the canon is whatever it what, yeah be. exactly hate
2: and it, you I, when you I, have somebody I, like that hanging around directors and and writers i mean that's that's not good he's so right? damn. Where sure. i know i know but have you seen he's not around <laughs> any of the filoni favreau projects you know when favreau took over mandalorian in, in season one he went to Filoni, not to Hidalgo. He went to Filoni. Said, "Hey, help me out with this." And because re, remember, this was Mandalorian was a complete Favreau project. You know, Filoni was oh, there. I get that, but as,
1: I mean, do we know that's a, a fact? That's you know, I mean, I, I, I don't think, think know. you
2: look at the two different projects. You look sequel trilogy yeah, I, and I, I Solo think, and stuff. I don't, and don't think that's look.
1: his job. I think his job is just to sit at the end of a computer and answer questions for people. <laughs> you know, really. Um, I think that's all. He I ever don't know. Had.
0: I. I think maybe, maybe especially during the the sequel, I think having him around as a, like I said, a sounding board, but I don't, I definitely don't think he had, his words have as much weight these days as they used to. Correct. I do think he, think of him as like a, a, a high level advisor where there is no necessarily official stuff, but his, his word carried weight. That's kind of how I always looked at it. I don't
1: know. It. I feel like we're kind of speculating and stuff we don't well, really yeah, know I mean. about a little bit. Um, <laughs> you know, so oh, I, I don't really now. have an opinion on it, but you know, yeah. I don't know enough rem- about what
2: they do on a day to day basis to be able to comment. So, how do you, so was
0: how was how do you it? feel it about Rogues? A, oh, What's up?
2: What was the Imperial officer uh, in uh, Andor that had the position and then they demote him to just basically being a computer tech guy and he won't give up? So, uh, looking after Andor? Yeah, Cyril. <laughs> Yeah, Sarah, that's, yeah, that to me is a doggo right there. Just <laughs> won't give up, baby.
0: <laughs> what are your thoughts on, on Rogue's uh, squadron uh, potentially having Jenkins still on on board, Cam? I
1: don't know. Until we see it, I don't know. It's just one of those things. I'm not going to, you know, it's, it's, uh, as Shoki said, there's there's really not a lot of work to go by. So one bad film does not make us the bad director um, by any stretch of the imagination. No, but Um, it's enough to scare me. (laughs) Yeah, but if they then make a good film afterwards, you know, you don't worry about it. Everybody's made a bad film at some point. Spielberg's made a couple of Mm -hmm. bad films, I would say. You know, in my opinion, maybe not quite as bad as others, but, um, you know... I think we just need to wait and see on it. I'm still excited by the idea behind No Explosion. Yes. yes. Um, it can work as a really interesting concept for a movie. It just depends if they've got a good script. It's exciting uh, and they get everything to work the way they want it to and film it, so it's, it's really cool. And, and it does kind of stand up to something like Top Gun Maverick and it doesn't just feel like people sitting in a um, in Simulary. a computer room with, yeah. with the the volume round
2: about old, them, well, they I talk heard. through lines, you know, which it absolutely could become, you know, good old Star Look, Tours at Hollywood
0: Studios. Star Tours. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Wait. Um. Well, Cam, since you're the the last one talking, there, you can go ahead and carry us into the to the next oh, story. Wait, hold on, hold on. Oh, uh oh.
2: Kyle, I want to ask you this: What sure. would make you so? All right. So we know Patty Jenkins ties Rose Quagmire would them them saying JJ Abrams going and making Rogue Squadron, would that make you more nervous over yes. Patty Jenkins? Yeah. Yes. See see like that's what I'm saying is that like I get where you're coming from with Patty with Wonder Woman 84 and mm-hmm. you know and stuff. But to me I would be more scared and freaked out if they're like, "Hey guys, oh, yeah. bring him back good old JJ to the you If know, to the if,
0: if they said there's uh, lots I'm of there's lots lot of names they could say one that, one that I would phone, be yeah.
2: like, "Nope." I wouldn't <laughs> like I, yeah, it's don't get me wrong. I like, you know, Ryan Johnson as a person. I like him for Knives Out and stuff. And there's yeah, parts of that. the last show that I liked. You know, and but there, there's a, yep. a lot that I dislike. But if they said Ryan Johnson doing Rogue Squadron, no, yeah. I'd rather like I'd rather Ryan do his own creative thing, like what he's done with Knives Out. Let him have that creativity. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, he, yeah. That he's not capable. Yeah. he's different from he's not just something you bring into the right. But JJ, um, you can just no. He yeah, you give him Star him Trek. Him give him you know, get let him do Godzilla. Or whatever. He thinks I don't he's care. a as well. He's just he yeah, didn't. No, that's, that's, Star I, Trek nice guy, right? And I thought Star Trek was good, like what he did. Did. The uh, Rathakan one was was garbage, or whatever. But I'm um, never like, Aaron, I, and ever done. yeah, then he's never. I will it's say, the first, I, will, arc, I, I was like, hey, this is what he's good. But, yeah,
0: I will say this about uh, uh, Johnson doing um, Rogue Squadron. My biggest reason, no, is because the dude has no concept of military tactics, okay. military yes, yeah, operations, military function. Mm-hmm. He is he is completely illiterate for the for the wars part of Star Wars. I'll give you that, correct.
2: <laughs> yeah, so yeah, I gave But now, what do you mean, spaceships running out of fuel in the middle of space? Well, not just that, <laughs> but yeah, like it it the, biggest, in- the to me,
0: oh, the one that sticks out the most is is Finn getting shot down, Rose going and rescuing him just a uh, few hundred meters from the uh, front first order line and they're able to walk out. all the way back, back, back to the base i an mean all it would take one blast from one of the walkers one my sharpshooter, my sharpshooter from from you know the 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 slew of of stormtroopers right there that one made no what damn a, sense, you have more had them sense crash? If like a oh a my
2: band of God. ewoks came out of nowhere and picked them up and yes carried them that would if I the, the, the freaking like,
0: foxes had distracted out the, out? the the troops it would have been stupid but it would would have made more sense than them being able to waltz all the way back to the damn oh, base <laughs> anyways before we we stroke out over over the idiocies of the the last <laughs> jedi uh we it need to do a
2: rewatch of all the films, like you mentioned. Before. No, oh, no, never,
0: never. You don't. Pay, I, I do not get paid
2: enough. <laughs>
0: This... They, I and 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 anyone that wants to pay me to to rewatch <laughs> the uh, entire saga uh, at that Kyle Malone, I can be bought. I am a hundred percent open that. Now about this is that. pod racing. <laughs> <laughs> oh God, no! Never watching the PT or the ST. So, uh, uh, so mm-hmm. let's. Uh, I was going to make a joke about us uh, needing to sh- potentially stroke out about uh, what's going on in Ahsoka um and uh uh skeleton crew in in some ways if some okay, of the, the uh there. alleged connections yeah. are are right. there but so, walk us through this cam
1: all right so there's a recent rumor from msw as you know msw is a site that kind of leaked almost all of obi-wan kenobi mm-hmm. and as far as we have kind of heard that caused a lot of shit at lucasfilm because really the amount of leaks were were, were crazy but we do know they've got a good hit rate for getting leaks. Uh, And this isn't massively kind of like store. It's not as if it's going to be big spoilers for any of these shows, but they have... Most of this, we've talked some of this ourselves already. Yeah, the things that you might have even speculated upon, Mm -hmm. you know, um, but there's a few details that they've heard um, about both Ahsoka and Skeleton Crew. Um, Just get right into it. Ahsoka, uh, the main parts are essentially what Saying is that there will be a lot of the story will take place in another galaxy, and at this other galaxy, uh, as a name, they they kind of mentioned a couple of different names like Other Space, the space, I don't know, whatever the hell they call it, but ultimately, you know, the idea is that it's a different galaxy at this point, and the way people view the force and use it is different than this galaxy, Uh, and this is where Ezra and Thrawn have been. Because obviously, at the end of Rebels, Kelly, you won't know this, um, Ezra caused Thrawn's flagship to to kind of jump into hyperspace Mm -hmm. with these whale things, (laughs) so they were kind of not in control of it, Uh, and, you know, Ahsoka, as we know from, like, Mando and everything, is still looking for Ezra Mm -hmm. and has never found him, and that, I mean, we speculated... And every, every Star Wars fan speculated that they might have ended up in another galaxy or somewhere else that we we don't know, that we've not visited before as part of Star Wars. So they're saying that, and they also seem to think it could be, this place could be an origin for Force users that aren't Jedi or Sith like the Night Sisters, And they think that even... Ivana Sackmo could be playing a night sister. Ivana Sackmo, who we know, was cast in Ahsoka as well. So again, it's, it's vague little things here, not anything that's like 100%, you know, buying on. Um, maybe what's kind of important for us, because we were the first people to come in and say that Lars Mikkelsen was going to be playing armor and Flan, they're backing that up. They're saying that, that they've basically heard exactly the same thing, that it is Mickelson that's, that's playing the live action Um uh What else is on here? <laughs> One slightly worrying thing, and I'm sure this will be something that you would come uh, pick up, mm-hmm. Kel, is that they did say the world between worlds is a factor in Ahsoka. Now, it wasn't really any more information than that, um, so it's not you know, going to assuage our fears or add to them, really, anyway. We're kind of left in the same place we were because with the imagery that's used in the Ahsoka titles, Mm -hmm. which they saw world between worlds, we've been worried about this for a while. And I think this is something that you kind of heard way, way back, wasn't it, Uh, Mike? That there might be some world-within-world stuff in this one. So it's something that we, we have had a concern about. I did have a think about this, though ask you guys what you think then I'll cover the skeleton crew stuff afterwards but um, you know but I did think the world between worlds though could be as long as they stuck away from the time travel aspect of it it could be used as a way to get somewhere very far away quickly possibly mm-hmm. is that how it works wonder if it could be used as a way of how Ahsoka tries to get to where Ezra and Throna and if that was the case it wouldn't be too bad like, yeah. like if they if they come up with something that says look we can never you know we can never me- mess with timelines or anything like that that's that's kind of you know and they make it clear that they can't do that because if they open that kind of ones, that's where you and I have very big concerns about that impact on the Star Wars universe as a whole so there's ways that they could use it without going into that but we can't say that's that's necessarily what they're doing or not. So so that's really it on a so what do you guys think, Kyle? I'm sure you've got something. Well
0: um Hold on, that's the animals food alarm, so now they are gonna suffer until we're done. Um <laughs> so I meant to turn it off so they wouldn't hear it. Uh so here's here's one thing. They seem to be borrowing from a couple of, of EU things here one uh with Thrawn of course you've got the uh I know they rewrote the Thrawn trilogy but with this whole outer rim potentially uh outer uh galaxy thing you're bringing in the outbound flight project uh some of the mythos from from that novel and then with this idea of extra galactic uh and beings you're talking vong you're you're talking new Jedi Order use use on Vong. Uh, well, they there's did probably use a the, reason
1: they went there in the books, isn't there? Because you need to create a new threat from somewhere.
0: Well, yeah, um, but uh, uh, you, that's what you're you're talking about. Now they could amalgamate that into you know like they're saying different Force users. There were lots of different Force users in the EU. I don't necessarily like the idea that a, a specific group is different than jedi or, or sith because they come from extra galactic could just um, be how, what
1: their dogma is how it
0: may be, they maybe uh, the you know. vong were force sensitive until their their violence basically stripped them of it they were they were stripped of the force by their their living world was just like nope game over you guys are are too much stripped them of it and uh it was it was an interesting story idea the the new jedi order has its its ups and downs uh killing chewbacca was a brave choice in my mind to actually kill some you know let there be weight and then they then they went even further and killed one of the solo children and Mm -hmm. led the led the other one on a on a path that made him on on par with with vader but uh so they're they're borrowing from that as well and then uh, which I would be kind of nervous about. Like I said, I don't, I don't like the idea that uh, Jedi and Sith is this pureness just for this central galaxy type thing. I like the idea of different Force users and dogma and stuff like that throughout the uh, galaxy, without it having to be extra uh galactic uh playing with some of those themes and we'll have to see how it plays out but i just keep laughing at miss we don't have any source material leaving money on the table all of a sudden finding the source material not leaving the money on the table kathleen kennedy uh as for the world between worlds cam absolutely using it as a uh conduit uh for for uh physical uh time, or not time, but space travel, ignoring the time aspect of it, uh, I could cope with that. The other thing that made us all a little bit worried when it comes to the world between worlds, though, with with in Ahsoka was the knowledge that Hayden Christensen's in it. And then we started going, okay, well, could it be just her walking by one of these portals or, or something and, and seeing something, or is she going to go frickin' talk to him, or you know to figure some stuff out because in the in the eu uh uh the um the stuff coming from outside the galaxy uh including the uh uh part of the living planet that had settled in in the star wars galaxy um uh anakin and obi-wan traveled to uh zonoma Sakat or some weird name like like that uh they they traveled to that uh so i could see I could see her say, you know, finding him in the world between worlds and being like I need to find this place if they are borrowing some of those uh points, but then we could also just get her fracking around with the with the timeline and now we've got a freaking Hayden Christensen Anakin running around. You no. Know? <laughs> I'm scared. But yeah, th- those are my thoughts.
2: <laughs> sure can You go well. Um yeah, I so, I've known for a while that the wor- world, between- world Between Worlds, the tongue twister for me, um, is going to play a factor, a part of the Ahsoka show. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm not too worried about it, though, because of what we've learned already from, like, the little bit of End of Rebels. Um, what Filoni said about it and stuff is that, you know, we have to remember is at the end of Rebels, when, when Ezra saves Ahsoka... Ahsoka's grateful for it, but at the same time, too, she realizes that he's messed with the timeline and that when he tries to go and save, um, what was it, Kanan, um, you know, she's saying, no, you can't do that, you you know, if you take him out of that moment, you know, you guys end up dying and so forth, so it, it just moves. So I don't see the show having Ahsoka, like, running around and you know, doing all this crazy stuff, you know, messing with timelines. I see her kind of like what Kai was saying is, you know, there's flashbacks to maybe certain events, you know, like kind of like what they did with Kenobi where, you know, it's the little bit of flashback of Kenobi and Anakin training together and stuff and doing those things. Um, but the the meat of the show is Ahsoka going to find Ezra. Um, now the access to the world between worlds is, something that has this kind of a mystery because um in rebels you know the only way to access it was through going through the what was it the jedi temples that were erected and having to you know move the symbols but remember the symbols were from uh what was it the father the daughter and the son of or yeah uh, from mortis and stuff yeah and so what some people are speculating is that we still haven't figured out truly how, what, when Ahsoka was revived or saved on Mortis, when the, the daughter sacrificed herself, what did that really do? Because, you know, since that moment, Mori, the, the owl, you know, follows her around, which was the daughter's kind of pet or whatever. So did she become the daughter? Does Anakin then become the son? You know, or, you know, when Darth Vader stuff type deal. Uh, and are we going to get into that realm? Uh, I don't think that's... I don't think there's enough time in the show. If they try to mm. do all that, all the Ezra and Thrawn stuff, that's going to be a lot. Um, the, I'm not concerned, but there is one thing that I remember when I was a Star Wars Celebration... 2017, 20, 20 Before COVID, Rebels had ended. Ahsoka mm-hmm. returns. She's coming to get uh, Sabine in she has the staff and she has the cloak over and somebody some random fan asked like was there a reason why she's carrying a staff and uh feloni was like yes there is a reason uh, you know to that staff and it's a long staff and it's got a circle at the top of it kind of like a, a moon shape and stuff and so some people think that like that she's found the the way to access the the world between worlds but you know she's she's become a higher presence Mm -hmm. now and stuff and everything and that's why you kind of see her not really interfere in mandalorian with you know with grogu with with even luke and stuff she you know just kind of sits back and watches she might be the you know the you know the timekeeper now and so forth who knows Uh, gandalf the (laughs) gray okay there you go you know so i'm i'm interested in it i i think that it's
1: a yeah, right. They couldn't get all that out in a series because yeah, you know a lot of that. I've watched all these shows and a lot of that's just gobbledygook to me at the moment. So yeah. you
2: know, yeah, it's all just people wear a bit too much. Time it's all execution. Together. I yeah. mean,
0: I'm just excited because it's to be, be happy. A, it's a,
2: happy. It's a different avenue. It's not the same yeah. Jedi Sith, Good, bad. Yeah. it's it's something different. Fine. Yeah, and yeah. I'm 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 definitely like. I'm excited about it because just like Andor, you know, uh, uh, you know how much, how many people were, you know, hooked on that and how good that was. How Mandalorian has been, you know. Um, besides Book of Boba Fett, I think we're. It's a cool new look now of Star Wars. It's not just the simple well, Jedi. What
1: seems clear is that they're creating this little we've been calling it for a while the Mandoverse, and and yes. it looks as though Skeleton Crew is very much a part of the um, because this new galaxy that they're talking about, um, the rumor is that that's where the skeleton crew goes, and this ship gets lost with these kids lost, on yeah, it uh-huh. as they get lost in this other galaxy. Um, they even said they might—that's possible—that Ahsoka might show up the skeleton crew, but however, they could only get that from—they said basically from one source—they couldn't get it verified. Plus. Right made complicated by the fact that Skeleton Kuro, and Ahsoka were basically shooting in the same place. Same place, Yeah. It was crossover, so it'd be really hard to tell if somebody was there for the other. So it may just be that that, that doesn't like hold any water. But right. I think the key part of that is that, you know, if this ship is lost with these kids in it, that it seems to be that it's, that it's going to be lost in this other galaxy. And they're sure it's mm-hmm. definitely part the... of this whole manual verse. <laughs> <laughs>
0: That's the the outbound flight connection that I was ta- talking yeah. about. The the mm-hmm. idea of a ship way out there. You think of colony ships, exploring ships. Mm-hmm. You think of uh, settlement ships and things like that as they're moving through. So that's that's why I said I I see a lot of of potential EU stuff here.
1: Yeah. I mean, you could start to really speculate wildly on where all this is going. You really could. Mm-hmm. Um, I can kind of went in it a little bit, you know, possibilities in terms of how this all could all connect back to, like, the Mandalorians, and even why the galaxy was in a certain place that the First Order could maybe arise, you know, if there's mm-hmm. been some other conflict which the, the Republic weren't ready for, like the Mandos step in, and we have some big battle or something like that which weakens them, who knows? But there's 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 a lot of ground that they could cover, uh, and that you could absolutely speculate wildly on. But but until we see, I think, you know another couple of shows, we move further into the story. I think it's really hard to predict exactly where it's
2: going at the moment. I wonder if Night Sister is going to be um, what's her name from uh, was it um, Jedi Survivor? No, not Jedi Survivor. Uh, what's the video game? Uh, Jedi Fallen Order. Fallen or, Order. Yeah, survivors they, that, the new one. Yeah, survivors order. the new one. Um, what's Maybe. the Sister? The Sister's I name? Played I never come across. Oh, you never played it. Yeah, there's so uh, Cal Kestis ends up going to Dathomir, and there's a Jedi who best place
0: for a horror movie. Just saying.
2: Oh my god, that that level scares the living daylights out of me. That air uh, when you go. Um, that that was probably the best. World that they created in that game, but anyway, Cal Kestis goes there. Uh, I god, I can't remember the game, and uh, but uh, a Jedi basically escapes there to, to escape Order 66, takes refuge, ends up killing all the the knights, the Dathomirs, um, and stuff in one. Night Sisters left, leaves with Tal Kestis, um, and joins his cause, but then I think at the end kind of oh, goes true. on her own way. So I wonder if it's her. There's some people have mentioned that, it, and this is you know just kind of theory based or whatever. That Asajj Ventress could still play a part of it because of Ahsoka mm-hmm. and the relationship that Ahsoka and Asajj had and Clone Wars and stuff. But then there's always that. W- uh, argument that the the canon book that was written not too long ago that Asajj died by Dooku and stuff and everything. So, um, but yeah, it's
0: interesting. The canon's what it needs to be,
1: Mike. Hey, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Oh. Well, Good so the dog that's go. the rumors. Anyway. It's the first time we've had any kind of ish or anything sort of substantial yeah. about any With of the skeleton. new shows coming yeah. up. So, so the only I other rumor... we'll, we'll get, you yeah. know. A lot about more now is is filming ends and
2: stuff like that. Yeah. So the only other rumor that I had that, pr- that hasn't been uh, was it corroborated by anybody mm-hmm. else though is that, and this was a while ago, and this was in the show was still in development, was that Palpatine makes an appearance in Ahsoka, um, in that some sort of fashion.
0: Again, that's got to be her in the world between worlds, mm-hmm. looking at different essentially replays and view view screens yeah. so you know uh the the world between world o- worlds opens up uh, let this be the last comment on that from me at least uh opens up kind of the flow walking that jason solo was able to do which was walking back through the force in time only to observe uh, he did figure out once how to make a noise uh um but other than that it was you know watching a, a movie i didn't like that uh, again it, it opens up too many possibilities but uh he he did use it as a nice torture device against uh tahiri uh vela i'm sorry if i'm jacking up the name i've never heard it pronounced uh um by the author <clears throat> that created her uh but he used it to torture her because she was uh her and anakin were very very close uh, romantically grown up together, trained, uh, together. And, and, uh, um, she'd had a a rough time being captured by the Vong. She used to be a, uh, Tusken Raider, like a human among them. And so, yeah, I could, I can, uh, I could see where uh, this world between worlds even borrowed some of that. Anyways, uh, there's, 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 the the writers for each episode and then i really am curious to what you guys think of your your uh bad batch uh season two um so on the writer side john favreau lots lots and lots of uh uh lots and lots of uh john favreau uh cam do you want to kind of break down
1: yeah a little bit of no clue um, mm-hmm. he gets the writing credit alongside Favreau in episode 3 and exec, fellow exec producer Dave Filoni is credited on 4 and 7 so as you know what Star Wars fans do they all start predicting which one or will, will direct and which one Ahsoka will be in and all that sort of mm-hmm. stuff but mm-hmm. truthfully we don't, we don't even know if Ahsoka appears in, in Mando season 3 yet. there's been nothing really to confirm or, or deny that in any way um, so yeah it's Favreau <laughs> yep. um, with with two other people involved in, in three other episodes. Um, the other only other thing I guess that we, we have is that we do think Boba Fett's going to be in it because there's people say that they saw the new footage, the new trailer at uh, mm-hmm. Brazil's CCXP, and um, and that they st- he saw Boba Fett and now I know there are lots of Mandos in season 3 we kind of know that from the trailer we've seen already that has
0: a very distinct armour you're it not does. likely so to I'm mistake
1: Star Wars fans that go to this convention like not to not recognise Boba Fett yeah. and get it oh there's a guy that had one of those Mandos helmets, I just thought it was Boba Fett but maybe I'm I'm being Germs. I don't know. Maybe I'm giving too much credit to people's intelligence. Mm. As I possible. mean, it, it would
0: make sense for Fett to be a, a part of it. It, it. it as much as I disliked his individual show. Yeah, it makes they've written the whole Mandalorian
2: Yeah, yeah story. they've written yeah. it
0: in. So yeah, I don't know. But yeah,
2: that's I mean, bad. Mando oh, okay, went and helped so, Fett out. So in, in return, exactly. Fett comes and helps Mando out. So yep. yeah, you could see that.
0: So guys, I'm not the uh fan of, of the cartoon stuff, but you guys relatively are. I, I I can't remember exactly how each of you felt about uh Bad Batch season one, but uh recap Mike, what how did you feel about season one and what do you think about the season two trailer?
2: I love the first episode and then everything else was okay. I did not like um what the hell is her name or, or the the, clone. the Omega? Uh, Omega, yeah. Um, yeah, I didn't like that. Uh, just it, There was nothing to that story. It was just mm-hmm. random, clo- like, experimental clone and stuff. But um, not, you know, I mean, you got the, you know, Clone Force 99, you know, the, the Bad Batch crew running around. They're mercenaries now. They're going and saving people. They're, you know, retrieving things. And it, it just kind they're just kind of... Escape from the Empire. you had a cameo with Captain Rex, um, you know, in the middle of the season. That was pretty much it. You know, it, was, it wasn't a whole lot to it. It was a, pretty much a, a kids' cartoon show, which was good, you know. It's, but mm. um, yeah, the the trailer to me was okay. Uh, we got Commander Cody is you know is in it, which we've seen already in the the leaked footage from Star Wars Celebration um crosshair is you know gung-ho into the empire even though he had his chip removed which that was kind of like the the big you know surprise ending um Mm -hmm. you know but besides that it's i think what we're getting to in the in the second season from what the, the the little clues that we're getting is why you know or pretty much the the full transition to stormtroopers and getting away from the clone troopers out. The clone troopers yeah. are starting to second guess the empire starting yeah, to, you know, re- sure re- like, me. and yeah. so it's like, okay, now we, now we see why the empire gets rid of what little bit is left of the clone troopers because they destroy the, the facility on Camino. So there's no more making of clone troopers and pretty much they're going to go into, you know, abducting children and, you know, raising them from, birth i guess or you know from little ages to make them into stormtroopers that suck at shooting uh, but yeah i mean it's i'll watch it you'll get your little cameos here commander cody captain rex already confirmed to be back um I guarantee, you know, I guarantee you. There's gonna be some more cameos in there, you know, of other people from the Clone Wars. There was the little mini Chewbacca Jedi character. I can't think of the name. I'm not horrible. I can't remember his
1: name. name yeah, but yeah. Yeah, are, so you know
2: we'll get it. But yeah, yeah, this show is definitely geared. It's kind of a a, a, a tween, a, like the where the Clone Wars was and like Star Wars Resistance. Like Star Wars Resistance was 100% mm-hmm. a kid's show. Yeah. Um, Clone wars. It's kind of weird because like you would have like thought, thought bad
0: batch would have been the one that may would have bridged between so yeah. the live action and and clone wars but whatever what yeah, do you I think cam oh sorry i didn't oh, no, job you're, good, yeah, you're, good. you're oh, good okay
1: yeah i mean no, there's not really anything much i would say that's, that's different to that i like some of it like usually with the animation when it goes darker I'm I'm more interested when they really get into some of the darker stuff and you know there was touches of that in the Bad Batch season 1 but not enough there was a lot of filler a lot of episodes that were just silly um, and for kids you know and just here's the story of the week kind of thing Mm -hmm. that we're going to solve Uh, for me Omega needs to take—they like, need to take a time jump. I'd rather see them take a time jump for a couple of years and see Omega growing up a little bit different, maybe a bit rebellious. You know, kind of mm-hmm. something about her because she's just born at the moment. Even though I'm interested in the story of what's important about her, why were the Caminoyans? You know, so eager uh, to, to keep a hold here, who obviously all got wiped out and everything. Um, so you know. I'm interested to find out the story, but not because I think she's a great character, if that makes sense. So, season two, it looks like there's been no time at all, and it looks as if we're getting a lot more of the same fetch quests that um, what's her name sends them on that's they're kind of become their boss almost, even though mm. she doesn't have anything really to do with them. Um, and you the know, liaison. the hints, mm-hmm. the hints at the clones starting to doubt themselves that's that's where the story is the story is the clones and what happens to them and that transition um, it's quite a, that's a dark story um, and you know I, I just when they, they spend time on that I'm interested when it goes off I feel quite bored with the, the show So, but hey it's a season one of a Star Wars animation show and evolving crap so it could get better as it goes along we'll wait and see
0: it could It could. I don't watch it. So (laughs) (laughs) I wasn't into, and, and I mean, this isn't something you guys see getting four and five seasons. Is it for it to finally get good? I I know I keep, I keep being told about, uh, uh, I don't see why not. Rebels and Clone no Wars that I got.
1: I got to get through three seasons that we know of. You know are not like that. Yeah. So I don't see why not. You know if they've got writers, I don't if they've see got it a crew no. that's happy it's something to put on that kids will watch mm. on on Disney Plus. Or, you know. Okay. Well. Maybe. Maybe then it'll be put it on the Disney Channel or whatever. If it makes it
0: to. Season three, maybe it'll finally get good. It seems to be what, I mean, we'll what needs.
1: Season <laughs> late, but you know, <laughs> yeah. Sometimes you I don't need say a, you go past four seasons. Dynamic shift, mm. um and what I'm not seeing from the trailer is any kind of dynamic shifts. Yeah, um, yeah. But okay, it depends what's so like.
2: You're, to your point, like how like with Rebels, the first season is a grind. But then when, Mm -hmm, like, season two, when they, uh, Uh, yeah, when season two was, um, the whole tease for it was the Vader story, like Vader coming into it, and how does Vader play a part, and then, um, season three was Darth Maul, you know, and then season four is, like, how does this all turn out for the crew and stuff, and that, and, you know, that was it. So, that's where Rebels is. Clone Wars, um, you're, you're into it because of the, you know, the story of Anakin and and getting a little bit more, you know, of. Anakin and then you got Ahsoka into it as well but um this one though it's just we know kind of you know the end result uh in a sense at least with the clones um and so I like four seasons is going to be it so it's got to it's got to do something great here in the second season for it to like be around for season 3 season 4 um mm-hmm. but I think like Tales of the Jedi is, even though it's like short clips and stuff I think that was a lot better i think going down that road um, stars visions it was just just more enjoyable overall even though
1: it was just a little thing but
2: yeah i love visions
1: you know maybe the idea is keep bad batch that long form aimed at kids you know yeah in which case it's maybe not going to be for us but you know we'll
0: see we shall see well, uh any alibis, any other stories or random things we should discuss, or are we pretty good to go, guys?
2: The Jedi Survivor trailer comes out tonight. So.
0: Yeah. Sure. Check that sure. out. I, I the only reason I didn't play the game is it, it just looked like uh Titanfall mechanics with um uh, uh uh Force Unleashed. It looked like Force Unleashed with wall runs. And I was just Ooh. like, um, i don't care
2: enough i mean i can see that i love force unleashed i think uh, to yeah, me force yeah. unleashed was way better than um than fallen order really so i know yeah. So then Ooh. i really don't don't need to yeah, yeah. Love, i love <laughs> I did not like those two games force unleashed. love yeah. force unleashed but this one i mean fallen order was you know, going, just the, the stories the
1: button continuously yeah to, uh, well this one I you just, had to you like
2: like this one, it you can like, build up your other... combinations and stuff yeah. like that, like you know, and, and everything. the The story with the the Inquisitors was good, but it the, it was a it, it was a predictable storyline. Okay. Yeah. You know, we, we got to go save. You know, the Inquisitors are after force sensitive people. They're after, of course, the younglings and yeah. stuff like that. So then, Cal's hunting. You know, or, or on the chase for uh, the. So it's s- just kind of a story. Gets the freaking holocron. They're like, all right, let's go save these kids. He's like, no, nah, we're just going to destroy it so that no one can save Like, are you kidding me? <laughs> they just left it, you know, where it was hidden. No one was going to um, find it. Like, that was the biggest argument for people that are critical of the storyline and stuff. Mm-hmm. But, um, but Jedi Survivor has got a little bit, because uh, um, a lot of people are thinking that it's like the, the Grand Inquisitor origin story is a part of it and stuff, because there's like a... Yeah you know, where the villain or whatever seems to be of that race or whatever, so... Mm
0: -hmm. Well... We'll, we'll see. We'll Hopefully see. it's good. I'm always open to good Star Wars. Uh, you guys should all be open to checking out LRMonline.com every day for all written uh, articles, reviews. Uh, uh, there are celebrity interviews. All of our videos and podcasts go up there as as well. Uh, here on the Genreverse on YouTube, we have uh, anime reactions with AVR Squared. We have genre shot trailer reactions, uh, podcasts including Daily Cog, Breaking Geek Radio—they cover everything in inter- entertainment. This show, as well as its uh, uh, Marvel clone, Marvel Multiverse Mayhem. If it's not a reaction and it's a podcast or something like that, it goes up on all of the the big podcast apps, including Amazon Music Now. So if that's your uh, if that's your bag, baby, go ahead and, and check us out on uh, that platform. We appreciate comments. We appreciate inter- interaction. And uh, we appreciate you spending uh, some time with us every every day or week or however often it is you you listen or watch our content. Uh, Cam, anything else you want to say today?
1: No, don't think so. Shocky.
0: Oh
2: no, good.
0: All right, guys, that's it. May the force be with you.